Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Craig, I'm going to throw a name at you. Let's get back to talking some okay. spring football. Sure. How many times do you think you've called David Benda's name over the last, uh, what was it, four years? A fair amount. I mean, but but always, always, and I think this is probably the point you're driving at, always being inserted in a situational type of thing. Um, and, and, of course, uh, David Benda, remember that, that brief time when he went into the backfield? Yeah. There was that as mm-hmm. well. Uh, or I think it was early 2019. Yeah. And there was that running back shortage on campus. Yep. Uh, came in from Cinco Ranch. And uh, uh, he um, and and has always been a great program guy and just and worked really, really hard. And that's a guy, uh, Sark made a point to single him out to talk about uh, the progress that he's made at that linebacker position. And that's what I wanted to get to because one of those position battles that we've talked about is that linebacker spot that that will linebacker next to Jalen Ford the Demar the spot Demarvin Overshaw manned last year, and you know Leongo Lafau, Anthony Hill, Mo Blackwell. I continue to be a Mo Blackwell truther. Yes, we, we've looked at all those guys as, as potential candidates for those jobs, and but David Benda got started there during the spring, and like you said, Sark has made it a point to to talk about David Benda's progress. It's really rare, Craig, in the era of the transfer portal and especially one-time transfer where you get a guy who's around five years that can make that rare leap from he's kind of a backup his whole career and then, boom, he just has a breakout year as a senior. And there really have – I know there's some guys that get talked about at Texas, but we really haven't seen guys that go just like from you're kind of on the fringe of the roster to then one year – you're uh you know a front line player. So John Harris fits that bill. I mean John Harris that nine catches his first three years, then has a thousand yard season yeah. in twenty fourteen. Uh Tope Amade is one of those guys. You know, granted it was Denzel Okafor's knee injury that his leg injury that got Tope into the starting lineup, but Tope was a guy that I hardly played at all. You know, he redshirted in sixteen, then seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Didn't hardly play. Got a couple of degrees at Texas. But then he played over 500 snaps in 2021 once Okafor got hurt. So, you know, you, know, you, think, about, you think about some guys that just had to overcome injuries. Like you think of like a Fozzie Whitaker. Like Fozzie gets thrown into that discussion, but I don't think Fozzie should because the only problem Fozzie had early in his career was he, there were times where he just couldn't stay healthy. And once Fozzie was healthy towards the end, then we saw what kind of a productive player he was until that god-awful Missouri turf nearly cost him his career. Thank yep. goodness it didn't. But – David Bend is one of those guys that maybe he's that that guy that's primed to to make that jump. And like I said, more often than not, a guy in David Bend's position, after probably year two or three, he's in the portal and he's going to play somewhere else. But credit to him for sticking it out, and he's got a chance to go win that job. And I, I really think, Craig, if Benda wins that job, you you could start to maybe see that off-ball linebacker position at Texas that I've talked so much about in the last probably four or five years because the dynamics of that position have changed so much. You know, with more, it's not only more space and pace offense, but the way the rules are, the way football is being governed on the field, you almost have to have more space and pace guys that can play that style of play, be sideline to sideline guys at linebacker. Like you're, I know I said this about 10 years ago, but it really is true now. Like your your guy like LeVon Kirkland, who was like a 200, almost a 300-pound linebacker that was a C-gap to C-gap thumper, 
that guy's at, at best a situational player right now, mm-hmm. and you just don't see that many just big hulking linebackers anymore. I mean, your linebackers really are like a Jalen Ford. You're like, you know, six one, six two, like two hundred thirty, two hundred thirty five pounds. If you're two forty plus, you're on the big side for a linebacker. So. But we've seen Texas recruit that position better. We know they hit a couple of home runs. This staff feels like they hit grand slams in the 2023 class with Anthony Hill and Leonga LaFowle. And those guys have been good. The reports on those guys have been good. But if David Bend ends up winning that job, now you're maybe talking about a position that you're starting to see talented depth with the right kind of guys that not only can that play work in the Big 12, that's going to translate to the SEC because go watch an SEC game and look how much space and pace is being played in that league now. True. It's still a line of scrimmage league in that league. It always has been. It always will be. But, you, you know, you've got so many athletes and the body types of the linebackers have changed. So, uh, again, maybe you get talented depth. You start to see that form if David Benda is that guy. He's just put him in the category for me of – Really intriguing guys that by the time you get to the spring game, I want to see what that looks like. I want to see what it looks like him running with that number one defense. Because, again, a guy that we just assumed it's going to be one of the younger guys that takes that job, but he right now he's got as good a chance as any of them. You know, I think to a lesser extent, like Anthony Cook was kind of like that. You know, he's a, he's a corner and then kind of went inside to nickel, entered the portal at one point, then came back, and then it's like he ends up at safety last year. It's like man, Anthony Hill goes or Anthony Cook, excuse me, goes from a guy that, man, at times you forget he was on the roster to one of your two or three most indispensable players on defense. Played the That's last right. five games of the Broken Forearm, so it can happen. It's rare that it happens now, but keep an eye on David Bender to maybe be that John Harris type guy I, I like for this twenty twenty three. It's an interesting season. comp uh, there. Okay, we were talking about on the podcast yesterday and. Uh, you know, I just, I just asked Rod about it. You know, I just wanted Rod's take on it. Matt chimed in, too. Like, you know, do you think David Bendick can hold on to this job? And it's like, well, if he does, because you know how good the young kids are. Mm-hmm. If he holds those guys off. That means he's obviously doing it. Yeah, I don't think he would say as much for their lack of development as it would say for, man, just credit the credit the vet for going and winning the job. Yeah. So, he, linebacker is always a position that I'm, I'm watching, like I said, with the way it's evolved and. Maybe David Bend is that guy that takes that big, that John Harris-like leap this year. Okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. All right. I, I, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but that's a good way to good way to look at it as well.